<laughs> Doing a big hello today. Hi, I am Keenan. And I'm Derek. Are you? I am. That's good. I thought you were a robot for a moment. Nope. Nope. That's good. Fantastic. How's your week been? Good. What show is this? <laughs> oh, it's True Neutral. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's True Neutral. <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> I was too concerned about my robot paranoia. <laughs> That's a real mental disorder. People can actually have that, where they're, like, terrified that the somebody near them has been replaced by a robot, and they're, like, really, really convinced about it, and they can huh. be, like, totally aware that anybody else thinking of that is, like, insane. But um, they're, they're sure that in this particular case that that person is an, indeed a robot. Is that just, like, a form of... Like schizophrenia, is it like on the schizophrenia I, spectrum? I, I believe so. Yeah, it, it's definitely a mental disorder for sure. Well, yeah, it just sounds very familiar to like like there's always the the stories when we were growing up of like you know the like someone had schizophrenia and they thought the CIA or the FBI was after them and their phone was bugged and there right. were taps in so their home stuff in their teeth. And, yeah. Like they radio waves in their in their fillings block off their windows and live in darkness and you know all all the crazy horror stories you heard about that kind of thing. Tin foil, lots <laughs> of tin foils always involved. I don't know why tin foil is the go to conspiracy thing. Somebody made a tin foil hat like sixty years ago and we've all ran with it, I guess. But I, yeah, it's a fashionable, yeah. you know. Yeah. If you're gonna be labeled as crazy, at least you can be fashionable and wear a at nice least shiny you can be silver shiny. hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. That's good. That's, Dude, I think that's a good message to I send. I do love shiny. Like, I will. I will. Lose like a crow. Like like a crow. Yes, very much like a crow. <laughs> I love a shiny, and I would like a group of me to be called a murder. Yeah. <laughs> A group of humans is called a band, so that's still pretty good. It's, it's not bad, but, I, I mean, a big group of humans is called a no thank you. <laughs> um, how's your week been? I asked that, at, like, two minutes ago, I think. Uh, it's It's been a week. Before I've, I told you what show this was. I've just been working, pretty much, and sleeping. I haven't been doing very much, honestly. Why not? I don't know, because I'm boring, I guess? You're so boring, boring, boring. <laughs> Always take machine recording. I mean, kind of. <laughs> actually. I've heard all this before. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, I, I, I haven't been doing anything particularly exciting. How about you? I, um... The way you stare into the middle distance <laughs> when I ask that question. I don't have... A lot. I've been taking care of baby. I've been, um, <laughs> waiting, waiting impatiently for my taxes. I keep checking my account, like, like that's gonna make it appear faster. Yeah, it just doesn't. It doesn't. But it's kind of like uh, pressing A while you're fishing in old Pokemon games. Mm-hmm. You just press it a bunch. You know, it's gonna help. Yeah, it's got to. It's it's gonna help. It's it, there's certainly not a detriment to it. Yeah, like you're definitely not gonna wear anything out by doing that. Mm-hmm. There's the other side of that though, where it's like when you're hungry, right? So you go look in the fridge, and either you don't have anything in there, like you don't have anything you want in the fridge, or there's just nothing in your fridge. Yeah. But then you just kick every five minutes or so, you go back and reopen it and look. Like there, yeah, like maybe, there might be something else. Yeah, maybe you just missed something. Or maybe now, this time, some, th- some part of it will actually look appetizing. Or, you know. Yeah. Like, the, there there might just be something you missed. Behind the milk, maybe. Yeah. 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 Uh, it, it's not. You know it's not. Uh, yeah, there's nothing there. Yeah, your your fridge is bare. Mm-hmm. It's you're empty. Broke. There's no food in there. No. No. Or when you're doom-scrolling on your phone, and then you, like, close it out of the app, and you're like, okay, I'm done, I gotta stop. And then, fucking ten seconds later, you fucking catch yourself scrolling again. Yeah, yeah, I hate that. <laughs> yeah, it's, I really hate that. That's an awful feeling, I have to admit. that's a When you catch yourself doing that, you're like, oh, 
Oh no! It feels like, it feels gross in like the pit of my stomach. Yeah, I yeah, it. exactly. I hate it. It's uh, you know that's worse than triple checking your fridge for something you know isn't there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what stops me from doing all that? Having a guitar in my hand <laughs> every time doesn't matter. I just gotta I just gotta say I just gotta express some love for my guitars. I just. <sighs> I usually play video games. It's it's nice. I I have, like, I was watching my partner play the Zelda because she still hasn't beaten the first one, and we have the second one, and she wants to get started on that, but she wants to beat the first one. Fair. Yeah. And uh, it made me want to play the second one, and then I was like, wait, if I have any time at all, I would really like to play my guitar. <laughs> That's Gu- fair. Guitar. Yeah. <coughs> And pretty much everyone around me is sick of hearing about it, so you guys on the podcast get to get to hear me talk about guitar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not very much though. Because I don't I don't really have like a lot of news. It's just like I would like to be playing my guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of news News Um I suppose we should we should start out with the cast for Fantastic Four. Yeah, we finally got our first family. Yay! The, I mean, first is hard with with yeah. Marvel as a whole and with the Fantastic Four specifically. Um, that is what they're called, though. I I know it's just like we've we had the first family and we had the second first family and the <laughs> third. I think we even had the fourth first family, if I'm not mistaken. And then I mean, the Incredibles did it better than all of them. Mm-hmm. So. Was I, X-Men any one of those first no. families? Because they should be as well. No, yeah, they absolutely should be. <laughs> I think they're the first adoptive family. Oh, yeah. In, in, in comics. It, like, it, as, as, like, a, like like a, a proper a, Adoptive orphanage family. Yeah. Except they're not orphanage. A lot uh, of those mutants have parents that they just left to go be with Xavier. Yeah, and, like, you know, generally for the greater good, but, I mean, but they still, still think about that. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, anyways. Uh, so, we finally have our Reed Richards, which everyone was talking about who would be the best to play Reed Richards. Obviously, it should have been, um, Dennis from It's Always Sunny. (laughs) Glenn Howerton. I think Glenn Howerton should play Doctor Doom. Maybe that's a hot take, but... I actually don't think that. (laughs) I think Doctor Doom should be a short person. Okay. Um, but it's Pedro Pascal. Yeah, who is a, a good good choice. Good choice. He's a very good actor. I don't think I've seen anything really that I didn't like him when it, his role in. Yeah, it, no, it was all pretty good. He's always good in what he does. I am I am interested because um, even like the one he did with Nick Cage was really good. I, oh yeah, yeah. I still haven't watched that, but I really want to. It's a good movie. Um, the. Uh, it just like he always has this vibe of like you know pretty attractive caring guy mhm and um reed's kind of a sociopath yeah in like his level of lacking empathy and mm-hmm. you know like the mission first the science first that that kind of thing yeah so i'm really like I think he can pull it off. I've just never seen it come from him. Yeah. And so I'm interested to see how that looks. Yeah, it'll you be know good. What I mean? Like I I am excited about this casting and I am interesting interested to see him do something that's kind of outside of his normal thing. Yeah. Unless they just totally change Reed's character, which, you know, would not be great. Not be great, but it also wouldn't be the worst change of the Fantastic Four. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Reed's a dick. Anyway, um, who are these other people? I'm going to look them up on IMDb as you look them up, because uh, you also knew only one name from yeah. these. And uh, I'm, I'm going to be honest, I I kind of recognize hearing these other names, but I don't know them. So let's, let's break them down one by one. So we got Vanessa Kirby as Sue Storm. Yeah, I, I've heard of this person. 
I, I don't know any of these other people. I don't know who they are. Um, she was in The Crown, Mission, Impossible, something or another. Um, pieces of a Woman, World to Come. Those are the things she's known for, apparently. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I don't recognize. She was in Hobbs and Shaw. I didn't, yeah, I didn't see that. I haven't seen a Fast and the Furious since, uh... Tokyo Drift. I didn't even see that. I saw the second one. Too fast. <laughs> Too furious. Ludicrous. Huh? It's on my list of series to go back and watch all of, though, because it's oh. gotten so out of hand that I just have to go see it all. Yeah, that, we should make that a series on this, because it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jupiter Ascending? Jason. I didn't see that. No, a lot of people did not. Like a notably lacking. <laughs> did not see a Jupiter ascending. Maybe that means we should. Maybe so. Um, yeah, that's those are like the movies I've heard of that she's in. Okay. Like Great Expectations from 2011. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Like the adaptation of the novel, I'm assuming. I I. <laughs> I don't know, man. That that Bronte era. No. Okay. <laughs> Right. What? <laughs> let's let's go on to the next person. Uh, how about Eben Moss Backrack? Bachrock? Eben Moss Bachrock. Backrack? Backrack. Bachrock. There's, um, I'm, I'm sorry if you ever hear any of this. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, I really don't know Ebon. how to pronounce your name. Eben. It's pronounced Eben. Ebon. I know that. I, are you, do we know that? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's pronounced Eben. I, uh, the only place I've ever seen that is the Ebon Hawk on uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic, Knights of the Old Republic. Mm. That's, and I mean, yeah, Ebon there because Star Wars, but you know, mm-hmm. it could be Ebon. Yeah, I suppose it could. I've never seen that name as like a like a human name. I have, but it was with an I and not an O, so. Ah. Anyway, we'll say Evan for the sake of simplicity and know that we are not saying Evan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's known for Girls, The Punisher, Tokyo Project, and John Adams. The Punisher? Like the series? Or? Yes, okay, the 2017 I series. He played David Lieberman. I didn't see the series. Me either, but it seemed good, and they had the guy from The Walking Dead that was good. Okay, I didn't watch The Walking Dead either. Wow, okay, well, I mean... I actively avoided The Walking Dead. That's crazy. You should at least watch the like the first season. Is really no. Good. It's like a it's like a good zombie movie. The mm. first season, yeah, like yeah. a long zombie movie, but it's good. I, I'm okay. I also never saw any Game of Thrones. I, yeah, I avoided all Game of Thrones. I'm, I'm with you on that one, but like, Walking Dead came out at like peak zombie time. It was awesome. I was really into it. Like, I have the pre order case. Yeah, you could go to Walmart. <laughs> buy a case that was a pre-order for the DVD so when the DVD was available you just got it okay that's interesting yeah it was a, it was just like a weird sort of pre-order system before uh you know online pre-orders were regularly available mm-hmm. as a, as like a as a normal thing they yeah. were still definitely available and like they just weren't as prevalent back then. Yeah. The internet was still new and lawless. It wasn't it wasn't quite new and lawless, but it wasn't quite like refined like it is at this point for no. shopping and whatnot. When The Walking Dead started though, that's prime fucking like LimeWire days. Or maybe we've moved to Frostwire by then, but like Well yeah, it was two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. So it was a little later than that. Yeah, I guess that's a little later than the LimeWire days. A wee bit. baby's falling asleep. I'm probably not going to edit this because that's funny. <laughs> uh, my baby's falling asleep uh, in his little walker and I just got his head like propped against the pillow. It's pretty cute. But he's also not like cutting off his own airway, which is what I was trying to stop. Yeah. Thumbs all, up. All good things. Yeah. Um, 
uh, Evan. Yeah. Evan. Uh, yeah, he's Ben Grimm. Ben Grimm. Yeah. The thing. Yep. The blue-eyed, ever-loving thing. Yep. Indeed. Have, do you know what this man looks like? Yeah, yeah, there's little pictures of him. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is this is his. That looks like his IMDb picture right there. Yeah. That's funny that they just use his stock photo for his IMDb. Like, it's not stock photo, but it's the photo it's, he's got for his profile on it, IMDb. It means probably all four of them. That's probably what they have. Let me see. I just looked at Vess Kirby. I think that was. <laughs> uh, that's funny. That's that's. You know, whatever works. Whatever's clever, I guess, you know? I guess so. Oh, he was in Andor. I didn't watch that. I also didn't watch it, but I heard very good things, and I've been right. meaning to. Nice. Nice. I also heard very good things about Andor. It's weird that the Star Wars stuff is so hit and miss. Yeah, it's, it's like, really... It's, it's like, revolutionary screenwriting that takes it above and beyond, or, like, Drek. Yeah, <laughs> like literal trash. Like I don't, and it's very confusing the polarity of it. Yeah, like do you think you just have two separate teams and one's like your A team and one's like <laughs> the the C team or something? Like no, what's going on th- there? That's the weirdest part is that it is a collaborative team effort for most of the Star Wars, like at least like the mainline Star Wars movies. Yeah, like all of those are like a collaborative effort with everybody at like. Star Wars and Lucasfilm. Yeah. Like, that's 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 a whole thing. And they're going ahead with the new trilogy that's still about Rey. Yeah. Like, why? Yeah, I don't know. I. What is even the fucking point? What is the purpose? Why can't we just get the Old Republic trilogy everybody wants? Yeah, seriously. Everyone wants at least one good movie about the Old Republic, if not a good trilogy. Yeah, but I mean, if they're going to make another trilogy, they're going to pour a fuck ton of money into it, at least do something people have asked for, so, you know, you can get it right for half the people, instead of something that, like, 90% of the people are like, fuck, I would really rather not see that. I would really rather not see that. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree entirely. Like, I don't have anything against Daisy Ridley or her performance, like, at all. Yeah, I think no. she did a great job. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't think Rey Skywalker is an interesting character. I think Rey, the the junk daughter, was a fucking awesome character. Yeah. But I think Rey Skywalker is kind of boring. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Besides that, we've been following Skywalkers now for so long. It was nice to not... And I think you should yeah. continue with the not. There's you have a whole fucking universe to play with. Yeah, give me give me Skywalker cameos in your next one. Yeah, like step away from the family, go somewhere else, go do something else. There's other give, Jedi. There's other Sith. Make some movies about some Sith characters. Yeah, make it from their point of view. That me, would be sick as fuck. Not Darth Vader. We're done with the Skywalker family. <laughs> Put that one away. Go pick a different one. Unless you do it about Star Killer. If you do a Starkiller movie, I'd watch that. Fair. Yeah. Like, make Starkiller canon in the movies? Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be cool. And then you'd have to decide for all the fans which way he win in this give a game. <laughs> and then that's a whole new round of controversy, but that also opens you up to a lot of publicity. Yeah. So I, you know, do that so I can watch it. Right? <laughs> we say, like, we can make better movies than them. I can make better movies than um, The Rise of Skywalker. I we will... can pitch better ideas. No. No. <laughs> if I had the budget of Rise of Skywalker, I could make a better movie. I put my fucking dick on the line. <laughs> like I... the Beanie Pain Olympics. I have zero doubt in my head. <laughs> I could make a better movie than The Rise of Skywalker. Something more coherent, something that felt good and had pacing. Yeah. I feel like I could do that better than what that particular movie did. I mean no disrespect to anybody in the process of that. I think they were all doing the tail end of a lot of, like, overcorrecting, and it was bad. Yeah. But, yeah. regardless, with their budget, I could definitely do a better job. (laughs) Shrug. I shrugged. (laughs) I wanted that to be audible. You ready for our last last one? Yeah, this is about the Fantastic Four. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I I don't know. This guy's been acting really consistently since at least 1999. 
Crazy. And I just have never heard of him. Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, I know his first name from a video game series that's been not not as old as he's been acting. Yeah. Yeah, so. All right. Sorry about that, Evan Moss. Bachrock? Backrack? Bashrash. I really hope it's not Backrack. <laughs> like. <laughs> Backrack's funny. It is funny, but it's not something you should have as a last name. Burt Backrack? Yeah, but that's different. <laughs> is it? Kinda. He's got the Bacharach. <laughs> okay. Add offensive Italian uh, accent and yeah, yeah, it works out fine. Then then it's funny. <laughs> Just mildly problematic. Look, I don't know if making fun of Italians is problematic. I, uh, arguably making fun of anyone is problematic. Fair enough. Arguably. But, I mean, I do my own fair share of impressions, some of which you're okay with and some of which you just aren't, so... (laughs) Well, some of them have caused a lot of real-world conflict. (laughs) And and some of them are still kind of just generally okay. (laughs) You can still make fun of the Swedes, I think. Oh, yeah, let's pick on the Swedes because they're neutral. That's fair. Yeah. (laughs) I also am neutral and expect people to pick on me. (laughs) It's something you just accept when you take that stance. Well, my stance is to make funny accents, and I guess if those offend people sometimes, then that's fine. Carrying on. Very nice. (laughs) Uh, Joseph Quinn. Is our Johnny Storm. Joseph Quinn, like the detective from Dexter? I Maybe. I don't fucking know. No, I was, I, that was the character's name in, in Dexter. It was, oh. It's not, it was not the actor's name. Oh, I have no idea. I remember, whatever, Detective Angel? Oh, happy late guy? birthday, Joseph Quinn. He was, he was born on a December 20th, or January 26th, sorry. <laughs> um, and he's a year younger than me. Offensive. That's damn <laughs> man. Oh, he that, was Eddie in Stranger Things. I didn't watch that, but that the the the, the guy playing the yeah the, the famous one. He played the, the guitar. Yeah, he played Master of Puppets, and everybody was like, "Oh, fake Stranger Things fans loving Metallica now." And then Metallica was like, "Shut up! <laughs> Music's good for whoever likes it." And everybody was Unless like, oh. you're downloading it off Napster, then you go to <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Music's for everyone, except you. Except not for free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, he's, he's um, mainly that. That's kind of like the big one. Yeah, but he he was in Game of Thrones. He's been in. He's been in a few things. Man, all the things like I haven't recognized like a single show that any of these people have been in. A single movie like he was am in I just Miserable? I didn't see that. But am, you know what that? I is. know what it is. I know what Stranger Things is, but I don't fucking know him because I didn't fucking watch it. Fair enough. I watched <laughs> the first season of Stranger Things and just never felt compelled to go back to it so i was always super interested i'm like it's based on D vaguely yeah. and then they have like vecna and some cool the demigorgon and shit in there i'm like it sounds cool and it sounds like something i would be into i just don't have internet and so i just haven't watched like fucking anything in forever <laughs> fair enough yeah i would uh i i would i would like to have liked the first season more because, like, there's a lot of cool merch. Yeah. <laughs> and none of the shows I really like get cool merch like that. Yeah. They even yeah, did, there's no cool house merch. They even did a specialty edition, uh, uh, no, there isn't any cool house merch. I know, right? You isn't that a shame? You can't get a signature cane or anything. Yeah, no cane. Could, like, a little house action figure that you push a button and it's got some witty phrases that he says or something. It must be lupus. Yeah, It's never lupus. <laughs> it's never lupus, but it's always his first guess for some reason. No, it's his cohort's first guess. And then he comes in and says it's never lupus. That would be one of his catchphrases, is it's never lupus. Maybe it's lupus. <laughs> 
this one time. It was lupus. It's once. lupus. Yeah, it, it was literally one episode in the whole series, and he's like, "This one time, it's actually lupus." <laughs> lupus has lost its meaning as a word at this point. <laughs> lupus. <laughs> lupus. Lupus. <laughs> Fupa. <laughs> Lupa. Fupa. Lupus. Okay. I've lost the plot. You have. Um, um, congratulations to all of them for landing this role, though. That's fucking cool. And I really hope the movie's good. Yeah. Here's here's a picture. There's, is, he, that, is that his his thing on there? No. No, it is not, actually. This picture of him... I looked at Vanessa Kirby, and it, it was that looked like the same picture. Uh, well, this one, he looks very serious, and maybe at the point of about to cry. I'm not sure exactly. He looks very emotional in that picture. He does look very emotional. <laughs> Here's him being a DM in Stranger Things. Hell yeah. Yeah. Nice. He's got the nice Metallica long hair in that. Oh, yeah. It's like long and permed. Yeah. yeah it, it's full on. They went all out for it. Yeah. I will note that um, every one of these people came up first or second when I typed in the first letters uh, or for their first name. Well, yeah, now that they have been announced as the cast for Fantastic Four, everyone's probably looking them up, and so they just, the algorithm has picked them up. Well, that, and I think they also picked big names. Just, like, for a reason. Mm -hmm. I think they are really, really going to make try hard to make this Fantastic Four good. That's good. Madam Webb's uh, already dropped below Morbius in to Rotten Tomato scores. <laughs> That's incredible. I saw an article about any... Uh, uh, about any... I saw an article about a uh, person getting kicked out of a theater for masturbating to Madam Webb. Oh my god. <laughs> so that's pretty funny. <laughs> I wish I would have saved that article, but it's pretty fun. This movie sounds like a train wreck, and I'm excited to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Keenan less so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see this movie. I'm, I always, I love a good train wreck, man. And this is one we saw coming a mile and a half away. And oh my so it's, god, it was like Trainwreck Texas. Yeah, like, like I'm really excited about somebody it. Somebody set this up to watch two trains go together. <laughs> That's what this movie is. It's like, it's like Sony's answer to The Flash, almost, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, you think you can make a bad movie, huh? Let, oh, watch oh, me superheroes? Yeah, watch me re-release Morbius and then drop Madam Web on everyone. It's like the atom bomb of bad movies. <laughs> I just thought of a fun conspiracy theory. Hmm. The people at Disney and Marvel are paying the executives at Sony and Warner Brothers to make worse superhero movies every time. So that their movies look better by comparison? Yeah. That is a very interesting theory. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, theoretically, like, anybody who is watching these movies, like, I've never seen anybody disagree with the thought that DC could have done it better. Yeah, yeah, no, like, they really, like, they had every opportunity to make it work way better than they did. And they just chose not to every step of the way. Mm -hmm. Every step of the way, they chose to do something dumb and bad. From killing off entire movies to delaying movies to the point that they just don't matter anymore, like... Yeah, and beyond that, sticking with, sticking with actors who they shouldn't, sticking with, like stories they should not yeah uh, like and not for like the stories aren't for like an offensive reason the actors are but the stories aren't for an offensive reason no they're just not the stories they should have told yeah they're just not very good yeah <laughs> so like it just feels it feels like it's too simple to fuck up as bad as they have yeah and same thing with sony yeah, it, nobody it, nobody in their right mind would have re-released morbius no there's no. there's no logical reason to do that outside of, like, wanting to get more infamy, I guess? Yeah. Like, there's there's no way enough people at the top were like, oh, memes, people are making memes, so we're going to re-release this. Yeah. Yeah, that makes no sense. No. 
Do you think that maybe that's why they let the Venom movies be, like, halfway decent? Because they're like, we might want to use this character later on. So, yeah. we'll... Those movies, don't make them terrible. Don't make it Morbius. But, you know, don't don't make it good. Yeah, we, we don't really want them to want more from from you. Yeah, but but we want to keep that character on the back burner. So so don't don't ruin his name. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's my conspiracy theory now. <laughs> I have one more piece of news for you. Okay. So, Kanye West's new album, Vultures One, right? Okay. That's the one. That, is it is it one the number? Or yeah, one? Vultures one the number. It's supposedly going to be a trilogy of albums. This is the first one. Okay. Um, it's uh, the one that Ozzy and Sharon just got upset with him about when okay. he did the. Oh, he's released it. Uh, it's been released, uh, and it is removed from Apple Music and pretty much all other streaming services five days after it got put out. <laughs> Um, so, it's, uh, it, uh, lots of copyright infringement, um... Lots of it? Not just the one? Not just the one, there's at least one more, um, which I'll talk about here in a second. Alright, that's funny. So, I had a, uh, do-do-do-do-do, I had a, a little quote here, um, so, the, uh... The, the 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 distributor for it, right? Right. Um, who is Fuga? F U G A. I don't know what that stands for, but it's the fucked dis- up grandma's attic. <laughs> well, it's the distributor for his album, right? Okay. But um, they're working to remove it from all streaming services because apparently. Kanye took it and uploaded it to a bunch of platforms without getting permission. <laughs> and just went and put it up on just places. Personally? Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> Look, I disagree with most everything Kanye's ever done, but that's pretty fucking funny. So, um, but it's being taken down over... Not everything. He really has fucked up the last, like, ten years. Yeah. Yeah. Over a couple of songs, uh, one of them being a song called Good Don't Die, Don't Die being in parentheses, um, okay. because of claims of crop- copyright infringement made by the Donna Summers estate. <laughs> okay. So apparently he had asked previously, let me find the thing about it here, he had asked previously to use um, a bit of her song um, I Feel Love it's a famous Donna Summers song from the late 70s. Take your word for it I haven't heard it either but apparently he wanted to use a clip of it and as with the Aussie song was told no right Right. probably because of the anti-Semitic bullshit yeah and and, and, and the causing harm to people around the world Yeah. yeah um and, and not then finishing those homeless bubble things. It says... I'm so mad about that. Uh, he was denied. He changed the words, had someone re-sing it, or used AI. But it's I Feel Love. <laughs> and so, yeah, with, there's claims of copyright infringement. So, on almost every platform, the uh, whole album's been taken down. It's still apparently available on Spotify. The only song that's been taken down is Good Don't Die. Ah. Um, which I find interesting. Yeah, anybody who has those those tracks, get them, get them downloaded and steal that shit if you can, because those are going to go away. Mm-hmm. That's funny. <laughs> oh, and there's a quote here from Sharon. Oh, good! Good, that's fun. It's a little one-sentence quote that you are gonna love. Uh-huh. Quote, Kanye fucked with the wrong Jew this time. <laughs> End quote. I love her so much. <laughs> God, she is top bitch. There's just no one else. There's there's no one who could, like... Hi. She should just be the boss. <laughs> Sharon Osbourne for president. Right. 
I love that she just comes out and she's like, nope, you fucked with the wrong Jew. I'm done. I love her. Is, is, there, is there more to this story? Uh, <laughs> yeah, there is one more thing, and this one is not so good. Not so good at all. Oh, no. So this is a line that we're, we'll end it off with, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Whew. Uh, this is a line out of the title track, Vultures. Okay. Um, the line is, how am I anti-Semitic? I just fucked a Jewish bitch. (laughs) Which, wow. Well, (laughs) well. Don't let your kids listen to this album, is uh, what I'm thinking. I'm thinking. First of all, and, and maybe just don't listen to it. No, I'm thinking if you do download them, as I said, just maybe save them for posterity's sake and uh, make lots of money and then report whoever bought them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the the, uh, the song Good Don't Die is going to be like a lost track that people search for yeah. forever because it got taken down so quickly. Yeah. Like. That's fun. He's already had to change like the the cover of the album like right before it dropped also because originally he was it was a picture of him standing with uh wearing that that hockey mask that he was wearing to parties and shit oh, for yeah. a little bit there yeah. but then uh i think that he had to change that to the black mask that he's now been seen walking oh, right, around wearing right. um because of once again copyright things <laughs> dealing with uh Friday the 13th and the Jason series because he used an actual Jason mask because huh? he used like a yeah very like probably a licensed one i wouldn't even suggest <laughs> so that I already like that was hilarious, <laughs> but then yeah, now two copyright infringements plus l- with lyrics like that. That's just, that's nah. <laughs> I write. I don't want to. I I don't tend to think of our music as extremely offensive, but we don't write music that is necessarily for children either. No, but that's just that's that's not really for anyone. anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's for no person. That's that's bad. You fucked up, ye. <laughs> you fucked it. Ye have fucked it. Ye have fucked it. All right, so I I do have one piece of news. Okay. That I would like to speak on because it's fun, and it's it's a little more lighthearted than than well, n- Nazi voices of a generation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, of course he likes fish sticks. <laughs> Everybody loves fish sticks. <laughs> uh, the, the Lost Base. Have you heard about the Lost Base project or the Lost Base? No. No, I wouldn't expect you to have because it's a Paul McCartney thing. Okay. So um, there was a Hofner violin bass, one of McCartney's famous, you know, famously used instruments, mm-hmm. um, that was lost or stolen 51 years ago. Damn. Yeah. And... Um, it's it's been recovered. That's cool. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So it um, in large part due to this lost space project, which has been an ongoing thing since 2018. Okay. Um. Yeah, and they 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 found it. They found the original base. Fucking that's super fucking cool. Yeah. And uh, so that's it's just exciting. Uh, to 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 know that things can be recovered sometimes. Yeah, it still had its original case and everything. Had it it had just been lost? Had it been stolen? Uh, I'm not sure. I hadn't. I read all the way through it. Um. But yeah, I guess they just found it. Um. Let's see. Yeah, it was just in their attic. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. That's insane. That's super fucking cool, though. Yeah. It has some damage. Uh, well, it sits for, you know. Yeah, it looks like a 
the set neck is damaged. Yeah. And the bridge isn't where it should be. Interesting. Yeah. But um, otherwise, it's it's pretty well intact. Which is crazy. Yeah. That, that's insane. Yeah. So, it, it's just fun that, that that happened. Yeah. That's super fucking neat. Oh, yeah. I almost forgot. Eric Idle went on a weird... Twitter rant on about Eric Idle of Monty Python fame. Okay. Um, uh, went on a weird Twitter rant. Of, um, not like a weird Twitter rant, just like it just seemed out of place. Is he just went off about how uh, they weren't really paid well? Like people always assume the Monty Python guys are loaded, but they they are still doing shows like very regularly and not like the biggest venues. Like they they aren't. They're having to work for a living. So. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he kind of just blamed uh, the Gilliams for that. Uh, Terry Gilliam and his son. Okay. I think his son. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, and it seems like everybody else in Monty Python is like, hey, you're being a twat. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he's just been... He just went on like a weird little multiple rant where he had a couple of you know interactions with the other pythons and uh, John Cleese did say at one point like we've always loathed and despised each other. It's just recently that's begun to emerge. Mm-hmm. And that that obviously sounds like a John Cleese bit to me. Yeah, and uh, no one took it that way. <laughs> and then he did clarify like ten hours ago that 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 was in mm-hmm. fact a bit. In fact, yeah. Uh, which makes sense to me, but it seemed like Eric Idle was pretty serious about, <laughs> about his rantings. Right. Interesting. Yeah. I, I would be mad, too, if I was part of the, like one of the most successful comedy troops in all the world and was still working for a living at 80. Yeah. I would be mad about that. Yeah, that, that is upsetting. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I get why he's mad. But maybe when, like, they they respond and everybody else has, like, a reasonable, rational response, you should stop yelling at clouds. Yeah. 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 Unless you're very drunk. Yeah. Then continue to yell at the clouds. Yeah, they did you wrong. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you let them. Sometimes you gotta try to shoot out the moon. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Bullet the blue sky. <laughs> Nothing. No. It's you too. That would be why I didn't. <laughs> I had no idea. I was making a tombstone reference. Yeah. I made a reference to you too. <laughs> My mom really liked Joshua Tree. Like a lot of the country did. But Bullet the Blue Sky was a weird song on there, and I always loved it. <laughs> it is just like fucking. I went back and listened to it now. I was like, I don't know really why I liked this, but it is weird. So that's all it is. It's definitely weird. Yeah. It's still good to listen to. It's just like, I, it's, it's weird that as a kid, I was like, yeah, that's the song. <laughs> yeah. Kids like weird things. Yeah. Both my kids love Devo. That is strange. I think it's just the the rhythmic, the the way it beats. It's, it is like almost elementary, and it's like yeah, yeah. But it gives it a nice bouncy rhythm, no matter what it's doing. Mm-hmm. More kids should listen to Cake. Yeah, Cake is good music. Cake is good good music, but. You gotta watch out, because, like, Italian Leather Sofa has a lot of references I don't really want my six-year-old hearing. Yeah, but the distance is okay. Yeah. Yeah, the distance is good. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, you just gotta... It's kind of hit or miss as far as kids. Yeah, With yeah. cake. That's fair. You can only give cake to kids at the right time. Mm-hmm. Very specific times. Yeah. I agree with that. There's some bands, I was always been picky choosy with some, like, like no effects, I would kind of would pick around certain songs. Yeah. Uh, Blaine 
was never really big into, like, he doesn't like the super heavy metal that I like. He's not big into, like, Lamb of God and stuff like that. Like, yeah. He likes the music, but he doesn't understand why they're screaming. <laughs> He's like, I can't understand them. And I'm like, because you don't listen to enough of it. He's like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, all right, whatever. <laughs> this yeah. one, this one loves metal. My little baby is almost a year old, loves, loves metal. <laughs> it's awesome. I can calm him down with a monomarth. Which is great. Yeah. It's just amazing. Super useful for me because I'm getting frustrated and he's <laughs> like getting mad and I'm like, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yes. <laughs> then there are other bands that I just won't, like Blaine still can't listen to. Oh like, yeah. Mindless Self-Indulgence is one of my favorites that... Tevin cannot listen to. Mm-hmm. Also, most people just shouldn't really get into them. They're not really good people. Yeah. Um, don't buy new stuff from them. <laughs> yeah. um, I just want to say, don't don't monetarily support them. I like them because I like them at a pivotal time in music for me. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I'm not going out of my way to support Little Jimmy Urine anymore. That's actually his stage name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, like yeah, bands like that. And yeah, Bloodhound Gang's one of mine. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of the Bloodhound Gang, and uh, absolutely zero percent of it is child appropriate. Although, when I was a kid, and the video for, uh, um, what the fuck is that song called? I can think of all the words in my head, but I can't think of what it's called right now. The Bad Touch. Aha. When the video for The Bad Touch would play, and, like, everyone in my family loved that. Like, my mom and I would sit there and watch that music video and just, like, bop along and have fun. Because that's a a fun song. But it's not a song that's particularly child-appropriate. No, I wouldn't really want to bop along with my child to that, if I'm being honest. If I'm being totally honest with you. I was there, I was always kind of just around whatever they listened to. Yeah. And it was like whatever, you know. I grew up listening to like Limp Biscuit and Corn right. and and I, I did not have that experience growing up. There yeah. is I don't think there was anything my parents listened to that wasn't just child appropriate on, on its own. Yeah. Like maybe Motley Crue was a little racy. Mhm. Um but all the weed references and all their music was always coded, and yeah. all the sex references were, you know, coded enough to get on the radio, so mm-hmm. it wasn't anything that young kid brains could pick up. I remember listening to, like, that Corn album that I had you listen to. That was yeah. a staple in my house growing up. Like, we listened to that shit all the fucking time. I could not have imagined that. That would have actually blown me away as a child. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I didn't listen to anything heavy until I found, like, the Tony Hawk games, basically. <laughs> and then it was, like, Alkaline Trio. Yeah. System of a Down. By the time I was ten, I had memorized all the words to Godsmack's first album. Like. <laughs> I know by the time I was six, I knew Jimmy Buffett's uh, words, or songs you know by heart, by heart. Yeah. Like, I've been memorizing lyrics forever. I just didn't have those lyrics to memorize. You're right. <laughs> yeah, so I don't. I, I guess it's just the difference of growing up in that kind of environment, you yeah. know. Yeah. So I have a. I mean, like I said, there's there's some bands that Blaine can't listen to, like also Diglo Abortions. <laughs> yeah, not yeah, I'd probably a, avoid that. Not a band that he's allowed to listen to. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Um, like, there's no metal I don't let my kids listen to, but like. Uh, like, there are songs I'll avoid, like The Window by mm. the Black Dahlia Murder, which is a particularly brutal song. Yeah. And it's, like, in the chorus that it's particularly brutal. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So stuff like that. But, I mean, they've got songs about, like, werewolves and vampires and stuff, so. Mm-hmm. Some of it is just corny. Oh, wow. He was up at the trailer the last time, and I was cleaning up around, and, uh, I put on Avenged Sevenfold's uh, City of Evil. Oh, yeah. That, and I, I think he actually enjoyed that one. But once again, you can actually understand what Shadows is saying more yeah. than a lot of metal. Yeah. I watched uh, 
full-on breakdown. They've they've got breakdowns of a bunch of their songs just on YouTube that where they go through like the their mix and like talk about the recording process. It's really cool. Huh, that's um, neat. They've got a full long one, like a full half hour long one for uh, a little piece of heaven, which is awesome because that I, was like the Revs baby. Yeah, I I love seeing the memes that come up. That's like we just let Avenged Sevenfold do a whole fucking eight minute song about necrophilia back in two thousand seven, and no one said anything. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't just not say anything. We fucking bopped it. Oh yeah, shit. that's still to this day one of my absolute favorite songs Stop of all time. It's here. It's so good. It's like it's like being in the Nightmare Before Christmas, but it's an Avenged Sevenfold song. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's an amazing work. It's absolutely lovely. I uh, uh, the the recording process for that was look fucking insane because it was just the Rev not telling anybody all the things that were going into the song, <laughs> and then being there very drunk the whole time. <laughs> it's it was like I really recommend anybody go to YouTube and it's uh, Avenged Sevenfold's official channel, and they do song breakdowns. Just the song breakdown of a little piece of heaven is just so fun to watch, and it's a great tribute to Rev. Hell yeah. You know, one of the best musicians of all time ever. Oh yeah, that that double bass man. Whew. Double bass singing while you're playing those crazy fucking beats. Yeah, fucking like insane. It, it, God damn, what a talented motherfucker. Yeah, and that, <laughs> and that song really was his brainchild. I didn't realize how much of it was him, but it it is really a lot of his work that made that song what it is, and that's super cool. Yeah, that's really fucking neat. Yeah. Would have been cool to see what he did when he got old. Right. Uh, rest in peace, Rev. God damn. <laughs> oh. Anyway, we're we're running on on this one. Do you do you have a hypothetical? Uh anything been bugging your brain. Uh you know, I did, but it's not a question that we're gonna get through in just a couple minutes. Uh. So <laughs> We're at 51. You think we can do it in 9? Mm. No, not really. <laughs> no. I think it might be an asks. Alright. Alright. <laughs> um, so. If you're going to make a movie about a Sith. Besides Starkiller, because you talked about that and how fun that would be, but yeah. go. I, I want you to pick a Sith storyline to follow for like a movie trilogy. Dooku. Dooku. I don't. I don't know if his would be good enough for a trilogy, um, but a single movie about um, Dooku's like fall to the dark side while remaining within the Jedi Order would okay. be super interesting. Seeing like the commission of the clone army. Because we know about all the stuff that happened. Mm-hmm. We've just never seen it. Yeah. And so to, to actually see the fall in, like, an expanded, like, you know, his moral dilemma kind of way, get somebody who can do Christopher Lee. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's a big ask. That, that's a huge ask. But, like, get get somebody of that caliber in there and get, like, a really, like, almost Shakespearean monologue level of, like... In, in his own head about what he needs to do. Because that was really a conflicted... Conflicted? <laughs> it was it was a really big conflict for Dooku, like, in his personal life. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And we didn't get to see a whole lot of that in, like, the, the Star Wars movies because of how, like, he was pretty much already turned fully by the time we saw him for the first time. Yeah. So, we didn't get to see any of the conflict, but... He really had a hard time, you know, accepting that the Order wasn't what he thought it was and, like, coming to terms with, like, the reality of what he wanted and what the Sith could offer. Yeah, yeah. He always thought, like every Sith, that he was going to do the thing then get the thing that he wanted. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just, it would be really interesting to see what his motivations were, like his core emotional motivations, like... Yeah, just to see somebody do that, I think, would be really interesting. I think confining the story to that also, Mm -hmm. like, don't make it galactic. Yeah. And make it, like, a personal story. Like, go across the galaxy, sure, all you want. 
but don't lose focus on Dooku and yeah. his personal struggle through that. Would I think that would be a really interesting film. I agree. The, the way you pitch it, I think that sounds nice. I think that would also potentially lean hard into like the politics side, which was always yeah. very prevalent in the earlier Star Wars movies. Yeah, well, it would it would show how like the the Jedi are involved in the politics without being involved quotes in mm-hmm. the politics, um, and it would show like Dooku's like, disillusion with, like, hey, we need to help out, and we're kind of, like, pseudo-doing that. Right. And, like, yeah. Because a lot of what his problem was was that the Jedi Council wasn't doing. Mm -hmm. They were just being. And that's kind of what the Jedi are about. They're not a peacekeeping force, but he was like, but why not? Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think... I actually kind of have two choices here. Um, One of them is Darth Maul. Yeah. I think it would be really fun to see, like, a full life of Darth Maul. Like, how he became a part of the the Sith overall, and then, like, leading through that. And obviously you can kind of work around the bits of the story that he's already in, be it, you know, the Phantom Menace or the Clone Wars TV show or whatever. Yeah. You can work around a lot of that and still create a fun story with that. Yeah. Um, the other one, I think, is... Uh, we're yeah, gonna... I, I, have a, I have a question about Maul. Hmm. I, have you seen his final fight? No. Dude, I, I recommend you look it up. Just on YouTube. <laughs> it's Jonathan Maul's final fight with Obi-Wan. It is the most epic lightsaber battle I've ever seen, and it's not very long. <laughs> like, it just... Oh my god, I, I can't I can't talk about it too much without giving it away, but it's so good. Yeah. It it like he dies. Obviously. Dies, but it's like, his final fight. Yeah. But <laughs> like it's so good. Um my other one was I was gonna pull back to our uh our old Republic talk from earlier. Right oh and, and uh go with Darth Revan. Oh yeah, of course. Any any old Republic movie would be great, and Revan's story is so well known. It would be hard to fuck it up if you just followed the beats. Yeah, just that's what I'm thinking. Like follow the beats, you could easily make a trilogy out of it. Oh, so easy, and it would be great, and it would be such a twist from your average Star Wars movie. To now we're following a Sith back in the old Republic, and we're seeing his story and his rise to power and everything. Like that would be so fucking cool. It would. It would, because he would start as a Jedi. You'd have to start him as a Jedi because he falls, mm-hmm. like like Lucifer. Yeah. yeah, and it would be this really fun interplay where you can really show off, like... I mean, they do show off a lot of the faults of the Jedi throughout Star Wars just regularly, yeah. but you can really intensify it and show it through the canon of someone, and then... Like, turn him into that <clears throat> sympathetic villain where he's almost just like, no, you can join the Sith because you want to, not because we kidnapped you, you know, that yeah. kind of, like, it would be so fun. It would be, it would be really good to watch. I I do want to throw one more out there because it would be interesting, and the only time we ever saw her was the, the Clone Wars TV show, but Asajj Ventress. Okay. To, to see her story in, like, live action would be really interesting. Yeah. Or any of the Night Sisters. Yeah. Any of those witches. Because uh, we only, the only time we've seen the Night Sisters in live action was in uh, that... Uh, fuck, I just watched Ahsoka. Okay, yeah, I didn't see that, yeah. so... Yeah, that's the only time uh, I think the Night Sisters have ever been live action. It was, like, Night Sister Grandmother's... <laughs> well, that would be fun just to like focus on them as a group too, just yeah. like as a whole. Uh, pick out one or two to be a main character, but just like kind of have it generally be about well, them could, as a whole. You could do that for the Darth Maul movie. Yeah, he, he grew up there. Yeah, that's that's his home. So the Night Sisters like let him go. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. Interplay all of that together. Yeah. Be good. 
Well, I think that's the episode. Yeah! Episode episode in the can. In the can. If you have anything you want to say about it, go ahead and let us know over at trueneutralpod at gmail.com. What? You heard me. Um, also don't forget to check out the other channels. We got True Neutral Asks, we got True Neutral True Crime, we got True Neutral Bad Movies, we got other stuff. Did you say Asks? Yeah, I think I said that first. Did you? Yeah. That would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Bye-bye!